The Vodcast. I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. He's no good to me dead. Yo, what up? It's your boy Jaysepticon. I'm out here. You listen to the vodcast. Let's go. It's Alejandro Sparrowfet. Bring on those milkshakes and twilights. And it's Buddha, aka Buddha Fet, aka Don't At Me. All right, guys. Welcome, everybody, to another show of uh, the vodcast. Uh, today's Friday the 13th. And uh, hope everybody's staying alive tonight. Uh, who do we have with us? We got Sparrow Fett, Alejandro. And Buddha. Season 2, Episode 3. Yeah, let's do it. Chapter 11, The Heiress. And uh, when that title popped on screen, did you know who that no, I referred no. to? I mean, we had like, what the we had our theories, yeah. right? Like, we knew it was going to be the Tasha Banks episode. Well, we had a teaser last night on right. Twitter. Did we? Yeah. Well, I think you reposted, right? Where uh, Katie uh, Sackoff? Oh, I've wrote, been I've been posting yeah. that since last week because I honestly thought after the Cop right. episode, I thought it would lead into the docs. I didn't know we would get a forty-minute episode spinning in a circle, but. I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. That's last week's episode. So this was a this was a very efficient thirty two minutes. Um, in my you opinion. Said it now, <laughs> it just came out of your mouth so smooth and no effort. Well, it was a very efficient thirty two minutes. It's actually the best thirty two minutes you're going to get out of a, a Star Wars, in my opinion, because you got you got so many names now. One thing, one thing I want to get started with is that you got to nod right away uh, to some old trilogy stuff. Obviously, uh, you got Mon Calamari, and uh, you got the what was the other species? Uh, the Quarren. The Quarren. The other Quarren right away. I believe. Quarren. Quarren. Not Quarren. Quarren. Because fact check. Squid faces. Pro tip. Pro tip. What you do is you put the um, subtitles on your uh, Disney Plus, and it will tell you who's speaking. And it'll say Quarren. It was actually spelled Q-U-A-R-R-E-N, so it was actually correct. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they, they did their stuff. Um, and that, that's what I love, a little a little, a little, uh, little comedy, too. So there's that Star Wars comedy. They didn't have the Mon Calamari, actually, you know. I got... Well, that, um, was a, that was a good intro, Armanda. right? With the Razor Crest just limping. I was a very good yeah. intro. I, I loved it. And again, that's why I love that part. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Mando uh, and the writing and everything we got. Uh, we don't catch our breath again. Right. Or we, we have a little bit of a belly laugh. There's no there's no dead space. There's no dead air. And that, like, um, gravity-type entrance right. where, you know, it's kind of like a la gravity. You know, he's just, just falling like a rock. Kind of like a, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, something out of Apollo 13. Right. Not to worry, we are still flying half a ship. I liked it. I love that yeah, intro. Yeah, the entry into the atmosphere burn up. I guess uh, the Razor Crest was mm-hmm. barely hanging on. Um, what'd you think of uh, Trask from space? Very Earth like the planet? Yeah, if you're in San Francisco or Seattle or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was the, the was dog hand? That was, uh, he was pretty ballsy, huh? He sees a Razor Crest falling from space and uh, he, he does not budge. He plays chicken. Yep. I did like that little gag where uh, it just tips over into the ocean, right? Like, that was pretty funny. 
Yeah. <laughs> was that our first look at the what is that? An attack crane? AT AT. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was definitely. Um, yeah, we'll have to look at that up. We'll have to we'll have to fact check that. What they're going to call that is that an at CR or something like that? <laughs> ATCR. Yeah, that was pretty nice. What are they going to call that? Yeah, that was very nice. You know, we got the familiar original trilogy uh, design. That noises. You know, so that noise. That was the crushing sound of the. Uh, that noise of the crane, and I was like, "Where am I picking that up from?" That's that's when Luke was about to get crushed by the ATAT. Uh, -AT oh, nice. Very nice. Very nice. So they fish him out, and I guess uh, I don't know. You think uh, they saw Boba Fett's armor in there, or you think he just fished him out? Yeah, where was that? I, I actually thought the armor would be a literal carrot they would dangle in front of every episode, just to you know. Make sure people are paying attention, or no, they, they don't, don't forget. I, I guess not. You know, I, I don't think I, I don't think they're going to yeah. do that. I think they're going to keep that as a carrot. Um, they don't need to. Here's the thing: is that I don't think they need to give us so much. This was a, we, we have to agree. There's a lot of fan service in this. In this Absolutely. Episode, correct, Absolutely. Do you think we needed that? Do we need it? Got 73 million. Got 73 million uh, subscribers. Do we need it? I don't, I, I don't, Do we need I don't say we need it, but I need it. it brings a balance, you know, to like an episode like last week. And it's kind of tough judging every episode on its own every week, because you can tell there's a, there's something cohesive about this entire story. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of unfair that we have to judge and break down each episode. This is outrageous. It's unfair. Because I think how we feel now may not be the case to somebody who binges the season, right? Like to have to have last week's episode be an episode that somebody waited up 3 a.m. for, watched, and then had to wait another week. It may not be the same as somebody who just blows through it, you know, in a weekend. So I guess we have to be fair, and I guess it's tough to divvy up the fan service, right? Like. You may not get a lot one episode, but it'll definitely be a lot for some people and others. So, I mean, I think overall the balance, as long as it's balanced, I think it'll be fair. Yeah. I, uh, well, we needed something like a shot in the arm after the last episode. You know, I was like, what is this going to lead to? So, obviously, right. we, get, um, we get the frog, we get the frag fam, frog family. You know, we meet Mr. Frog. Father Frog, whatever you want to call him. Just call me Daddy. Obviously, we get uh, we got. I, I feel like goof. Like this was a, a Disney nod. Maybe can maybe Buddha can jump in because I know he's a Disney guy too. Um, when that when it was like they kind of modeled like like a quiet, unsubdued, uh, goofy underneath that Mon Calamari that was going to repair the. Uh, well, I'm going to make it fly. It kind of sounds like goofy. Doesn't that sound like goofy? A little bit. I mean, There's I know Disney in there. Going with, um, but you know, I gave you a thousand credits, so it could fly. I mean, it did <laughs> stick out, right? I mean, your your mind thinks of Akbar and uh, Raditz. Is it Raditz? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah like, Raditz. That's that's the kind of dialect and tone you expect from uh, the Mon Cal, right? And then you got the doc, the doc guy, like you said, just you know, just like an old Mickey Mouse cartoon, right? Yes. So, I'd definitely... yeah, or or like the hillbilly, the hillbilly uh, guy with the uh, 
and, and no no offense to the hillbillies, but I'm just saying it's kind of like yeah. that that hasty yeah, like, guy with the uh, rusted out the rusted out crane uh, or the rusted out uh, tow truck, kind of like Mater. I mean, I mean, if he would if he would have did that jumping toe tap, you know, I'd be like, all right, we're getting we're, <laughs> we're getting that. <laughs> so so anyway, so so the frog we, guys. Well, is that is that how frogs do? I mean, it's not like she had a phone to call her husband, right? Like they just start. Making frog yeah. sounds at the. Just wait for me at the yeah. dock. I'm gonna show up Sitting at the dock. At the dock of the bay. I mean. Sitting like at that. the dock you of know? the bay. I mean, yep. they had yep. no communication, right? But you know, that was nice that you know we didn't need to be spoon fed. You know, like they found each other. You know, yeah. they had a nice reunion. Um, I'm assuming Din understood uh, the husband thanking him. So, you know, we didn't yeah. we didn't spend much time on that because nobody really cares, right? And that's and no, that's good too. And I'm just thinking, why is that going to take so long? And I was expecting them to like, it's like, is there why aren't there more eggs and shit like that? Yeah, they like, didn't. I I, didn't, I expected the that. They didn't go into that basket, right? Like, ah, like they, didn't, they didn't go into the basket. They didn't. Uh, well, you know. they did go back into the basket, right? They're going back to what? How can we get the Mandalorian in trouble again? And it goes right back to what we just saw two episodes ago. Right. Bad people want his armor. Beskar's value continues to rise. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he meets a. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, it's so a good lead-in. Who do you ask for? Yeah, I uh, guess. Oh, go ahead, Jay. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. There's a delay, but what is that? He he asked. I don't know. Uh, the Akbar dude, right? I guess the, uh, the bartender or the server at the the restaurant. Yeah. Uh, he finally feeds Baby Yoda. Thankfully. Right, gets him his uh, first meal, and uh, chowder, yeah. it's chowder, it's chowder, and uh, yeah, he gets he gets the info, and like Buddha said, it's another ah, you know, these guys, you know, like person A can help you find person B that you're looking for. So it's kind of like a it's like a old role playing game already, <laughs> kind of like it, it's kind of right, like a, right, right, like. He's like, talk to this guy. He'll take you on an adventure. Then, you, know? <laughs> you know, person A is also going to backstab you. Betrayal. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely going through the tropes. And, and hopefully, you know, this is the last time it's this plain and simple. But you know, it is what it is. So anyway, I'm not... he gets on a boat. Well, w- which was misleading because what was the description of the show? Something about being on the high seas. So I'm expecting a boat episode over the ocean. And he's finally on the boat, so I'm thinking they're about to go on an adventure, and apparently that's not the case, right? It's a good trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. It was almost too perfect, right? Where it's like, oh, it's feeding time for this monster we're hauling on this boat, right? And then, you know, don't get too close, little guy. Well, well, and they obviously weren't after the child. He he was a bit over aggressive, right? He's like, ah, take a look, take a closer look, you know? Yeah. I guess Din was a little hesitant, but you know, man, Din, man, like he has no boba fat, right? Yeah. He has no, you know, he's gotten, he's not been burned. Oh well, like like how did when did he start getting trusting? Right. Like, why is he and, trusting? And this is why I always bring you know? back uh, what's his name from the. Uh, from the first episode, uh, Hearst, uh, Warner, right? That line where he says, yeah. you're the best in the parsec, they should have left that out because there's nothing that he's done that's proven that. Like, 
he could be out of the parsec uh, now. You know what? Maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe. Uh, maybe. But it's like that kind of set my expectations, moments. right? Like he's had his moments. Yeah. But every moment he had, except rescuing the child, right? He's had help. Right. A lot of help. Yeah. So substantial help. So speaking of help, so the what is it? The Quarren? Knocks Baby Yoda into uh, this uh, alien. Was that a Rathgar esque monster? What was that from uh, Episode Seven? I'll, I'll have to right. find that name, but that is a that is some sort of um, my my wife is lovingly call it a sea rancor or a sea sarlacc. The sea sarlacc, the baby. <laughs> I can sea see sarlacc. that. Yeah, the sea sarlacc. I yeah, like that. <laughs> it's funny. She. Uh, that's what she said. It's a, oh, it's a sea sarlacc. I kind of thought it was like, oh man, this is like deadliest catch style. Yeah, I mean, that, that's they are like I want, fishing. Right? But apparently, the guy had it in his boat and he's keeping it alive. So I don't know. I don't know what the whole story is. But anyway, again, they don't gloss over that, right? Like the baby gets uh, hit in, then naturally dives in there. And I guess after two seconds, he, he doesn't know how to hold his breath. He's already uh, struggling for air. <laughs> yeah, it was a little surprised yeah, right? like, by that. He can hold his breath inside a, inside a crate dragon, but all of a sudden water. Like Buddha, like Buddha mentioned earlier, you know he's about to be safe because there's no way he can get out of there, right? I mean, he's trapped in the, uh, what do you call it, underwater container, you know? Whatever the that sea, case is, yeah, like sea yeah, black and you know, oh yeah, I. In the Star Wars version I of forgot, the Northwest, since we already saw you know? Sasha Banks earlier. You know he's being spied on. Yeah. So. That's already in your mm -hmm. head. So you're already like, all right, where is she? And sure enough, they fly in. Yeah! Yeah! Cutting in here. This was a lot. Watching this take place, watching them come in, you know, all three, you know, Mandos come in with, you know, Bo-Katan and Axe Wolves. I'm pronouncing that wrong. And Sasha Banks plays uh, Kosha Reeves. Kasha, Kasha Reeves, Kasha? Kasha Reeves. yeah, Casca Reeves. Um, it was awesome to see. Don't get me wrong, but you just knew it. So, like that when we saw Death Watch in season one, right? Um, we were all excited. I, I feel right. I was like, holy, holy crap! It's Death Watch. Um, this time it was like, oh, okay, like this is where they needed to come in. Um, so I think it took a little bit of the excitement out for me, honestly. Not to take away from the scene because the scene was pretty badass, but just the timing of their entrance, um, you know, that story was written on the wall. Yeah. See, to me, when I saw it, it was six, I want to say 614. So I'm not there mentally. I'm still waking up. So I had a no shit moment when they came in. And I mean, ever since rumors were coming out that they'd be there, I mean, I've been waiting for that. You know, I, I thought it was going to be last week. And since that didn't happen, I knew for sure. It would be this week, and when they came, you know, I completely forgot that I was expecting them. You know, like I was just like, like they're here. We finally get to see like night owls. Whoa! Like as a big Clone Wars fan, to see them realized on screen after a decade, I was like, holy shit, this is happening. And being, I guess, the collector that I am, my immediate thought was, all right, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need pictures, costumes. What do we have here? Let's uh yeah. <laughs> let's bring up how she looked in Clone Wars, Rebels. Let's start comparing. And uh I thought I thought they looked good. I thought she looked great. You know? 
I just thought maybe Hot Toys maybe went a little kind of, you know, started having those like Mr. Krabs look in his in their eyes with like the money. <laughs> oh, that money like ching Hello, I like money. You yeah. know, when they saw the, that yeah, money that money's just, gone. Like yeah, say, oh, we they, got this. As soon as they announced pre-orders, that money is gone. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. Boom. 2022 delivery date. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't hey, care. Announce yeah, announce it now. My money's gone. Here's here's my take. I'm not a toy guy. Obviously, you guys know this. But here's my take. This seems like a live version of a crossover episode for Mandalorian and Clone Wars. It, it, to me, it's okay. You like Clone Wars. And, well, Clone Wars is all right. And if you like Clone Wars and Bo-Katan and all, the, and all those parts there and and the Mandalore part with, uh, you know, Kenobi and whatever the fights were. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is gonna and this is going to appeal to so many. Great. The the action and was definitely I, taken I, out of Clone Wars Rebels. Like when you saw Din and Cobb Vanth yeah. fighting, they looked like two guys just trying to fight a monster. Whereas Bo-Katan and Sasha Banks and uh, Jango's brother, they literally look like. They were acting how they do in Clone Wars, right? Like they're just badass. Everything mm -hmm. is like their movements, right? They're just refined, right? Just the way they fly. Yeah. Like the way they do. Shit, it's like it's so refined. They're soldiers. They're not bumbling idiots. Like they know what they're doing. And I think I think they pulled so, out. So here's so did you did, now you remember when um uh I, I have this wonderful uh, uh cd i it's still a dvd actually um I, I keep this it's the making of episode one and lucas talks about you know there were old guys fighting with lightsabers i didn't like that now we're gonna have young guys that know the ways of the force and jedis and he said it's going to be a massive difference between the fights that you saw in the original trilogy and the fights that you're going to see in the uh, prequel trilogy as far as those things. I think they borrowed from that and said, Boba Fett didn't do anything. Our Mandalorian uh, uh, experience up until Clone Wars, any kind of animation, which, you know, was just basically an animation, up until we got the Mandalorian, we didn't get anything extra out of Boba Fett. This is what, kind of like a recipe, yeah, does that absolutely. make sense? Well this is what they and and we want this. We should we should kind of want right. this, right? But it's Bo Katan. So let me not Death Watch. Let me take a step back. Let's first um, talk about appearance here. Their costumes are great. Um, the working on the leather and the strapping, phenomenal. Whoever did that, phenomenal. Round of applause. Um, it's beautiful. They look great. In terms of design, and I think you know, in terms of Death Watch and the other Mandalorians we've seen on screen, um, we've seen some really good designs. I mean, we haven't really gotten a good look at some of the maybe the background Mandalorians in terms of um, understanding how their costumes are made, right? All the pieces going together, um, other than the like the heavy um, artillery Mandalorian. Um, but they've costuming has done a great job of making these Mandalorians look uh, a part of Star Wars. And I think, you know, we're all in costuming clubs. I think the biggest concern was, you know, at least for me was, will these Mandalorians live action look like they belong in the universe? And I think the answer is yes. They did a good job. Yeah. Um, Cause I think, you know, 
my opinion on custom Mandalorians is very harsh. Um, I think a lot of times is it's fair in terms of my criticism for um, custom costumes. Like the, the mm. costuming Mandalorians kind of seem like the you know the misfits of the costuming club, where actually really doesn't matter, nor does it look like it had to be a part of the universe. Um, but no, the costuming in the show is great. Um, secondly, I think the biggest difference between the action sequences that we see, um, which should be realized, was yeah, Din was raised in the fighting corpse of the Death Watch, right? Ah, yes, but, we're good. We're ready for but, this part. I like this part, but. Bo-Katan fought in the war. Din has never seen actual war, right? He has seen, you know, back alley skirmishes that we know of, right? He was there at, well, excuse me, sorry. We know he was there at the Night of a Thousand Tears on Mandalore when Mandalore fell, right? How old was he? You see what I mean? Like, how old was Din at that moment? like five or when they showed, He couldn't right? have been that old. When they showed his flashback, I mean, did he look that, he child. Yeah, did he look that much younger than... Than Boba did. He was super young. He was definitely younger than, than you know Boba Fett was, yeah. right? But how old was Din during the the Night of a Thousand Tears? Right. That was a pretty vague. Dry. Right, so he could have been that old. Yeah, I mean, right. we don't even know how old he is now. That took place. So we, we just don't know, right? That took place or right up to the right up to the rise of the Empire. So that's where, yeah, and 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 that's where I we're we're, we're fuzzy on that. We we don't know. Like I said, he's an orphan, and and that's he what they bring out. That's great. He had to be young. The no way he's actually fighting yeah. in that war, right? There's no way, because the empire was taken over Mandalore during that now, that event. Now what? What so exactly they talk did about, Gideon say um, about the Night of the Thousands here? Because he said he said that specifically to Din. Yeah. Yeah, he said something. He was, you know, you know, he remembers, you know, the the killing and everything like that. Right, he was like right. part of so it. So I always felt that was personal. So and of course, Gideon, right. we know is Moff Gideon is. He's older too. I mean, obviously, I think they make him out to be a little bit older, and he wouldn't be a Moff if he wasn't older and more, uh, uh, more tenured and with the with the Empire. But remember what she says. And after she takes off the helmet, she's like, "You guys aren't true Mandalore." And she kind they kind of look at each other. It's like, "Oh, you're one of those." And this is a, it's um, children of that. the watch. She didn't really say death watch or something like that. And I think I love that because then they say children of the watch. And that means this was the folks like the death watch folks that saved the children and then taught them Obviously. the old. Right. Ancient I love ways that splinter. Right. Like that, that builds upon the mythology right? that everybody That's wanted. Great. Right. Now, now this whole yeah. religion creed. Oh, they can't take off their helmets. They can't. Now, now we're getting somewhere. And he's like, no, you guys, you can't right. teach me and your I always, ways or whatever. But I always but, thought they built in, in those <laughs> rules in uh, season one just to make him out to be like a fish out of water. Because anybody who's watched anything Star Wars knows a lot of the rules they, they added. You're like, uh, this is the first time I'm hearing that, right? So, I mean. The rules have changed. They definitely had to have added it for a reason. And I always thought that was just so they can show his growth from his little corner of the Mandalorian universe to now. And yeah, meeting Bo-Katan, I mean, he definitely was in for a rude awakening. I like how he went along with it, though. Right? As the episode progressed, they're on the, the cargo ship, and right. she was giving him sass. 
you know, uh, it was a 34 minute episode. We don't need to do yeah, like a I full recap. It. it was quick, right? I, quick, quick, quick. But that sass. I love sass. it. Sass. I, oh, love it. Yeah, that, I love it. So, so here's, so the next scene, obviously, after they get saved, and he's like all pissed because they took off their helmets, and you're not, you're not my friends. I'm not your buddy, friend. He's not your friend, guy. And stuff like that, because you're not I'm real or whatever. You. And he's not like, even still, it's still real kid. to me, damn it. No, it's, yeah, it's still, <laughs> it's right. It's like, oh, and I got the best take for this with oh, Sasha Banks being there. The lady looked at her saying, "Wrestling, <laughs> hey, dude, wrestling is fake." <laughs> It's, it's not still fake. real to me. Yeah. And basically, right, it's real to me. They are real to me. And then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, he gets, now the next scene, he's back in the town, he's back in the port, and he's corn. Seriously, I don't know if somebody was just doing this as a gag, but one of the corn shows up, a la, really, seriously, a la Hulk Hogan. <laughs> You killed brother. my brother. Brother. They were all brother. deep. I was thought he was going to say brother. Uh, brother. I mean, <laughs> I mean, fish schools are pretty great. deep, right? So I guess I guess working on the docks. And it sounded like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> like somebody was channeling Hulk Hogan. I swear to God. It was Hulk Hogan. Like, uh, what you going to do, brother? Brother. When these corn and there's 15-inch, 24-inch pythons. warrior promo <laughs> reference later on. And, and that promo was to Hulk Hogan, but we'll get there. We'll get there. A bunch of them just come out and, you know, they want the smoke. They got it. They definitely got, they got it. it. And that was easy. They wanted, and that was easy. That was good. It's like, you want a drink? And they that was it. Drink. You know, I was like, I guess this is a, this is a good yeah. time to buy you a drink. So, you know, short work of the corn. Let's get a drink. Sasha Banks they did a good job. She doesn't have all this purple. They, you can see her beauty, but they've kind of outdid the braids. it. Did you like the braids? Or, yeah. Uh, the braids were good. I think the braids were good. You know, she she wasn't trying to come out like, for instance, let's let's think about how, how they do wrestling and how uh, Rock came out. You know, and he started doing his uh, his stuff after wrestling. He didn't come out and do it. Well, maybe he did. He did the rock yeah, bottom a couple to, of times and everything like that. I hated that moves, crap. Right? When, when do you fight? You got to do your wrestling move. They didn't do she, that with her, which is good. She that means she, she can she hold the her first, own. Is she the first which female fighter who doesn't do the? Uh, I I don't know what the term for is the the hurricane rana. You know you know that Black Widow move she does in every movie. Yeah, like, the hurricane rana. Yeah, neck and then does a flip. Like she didn't do like, the hurricane rana. Yeah, she didn't do that. Has that move, but she didn't do it. She mm-hmm. didn't do it. No, 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 uh, no, uh, uh, Mando Conrada. So, so they have a nice, uh, scene, I guess, <laughs> overlooking the docks, right? That was a nice little, uh, little real scene, right? They're all just sitting on top of a transport looking at their next yeah. mission, right? Trying to convince Din to help them. Yeah. Which he's going to do because nice. that's what he does every time. So <laughs> now what was that? Right. What I was a little fuzzy on, if you guys can help me here, basically, there's, they're getting uh, some uh, technology that was Wait, actually made for now. You don't now know what she's what was, for? This was a little fuzzy. Okay. I know she's looking for the dark saber, but I'm talking about they're they're they've got technology right now that's on that thing. Well, for, well they want weapons. Where yeah, they, want, they, get yeah, they want weapons. Yeah. Guns. Lots of guns. That's yeah, why she, weapons. That, weapons. That's why she said, Obviously, "Imagine right? what is it?" And uh, what is that like a a legion of us with these. So yeah. I think I think they're preparing to attack. They want to take back their Those homework. were the uh 
Those were the uh, what's those blasters the shore troopers used? Actually, no, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's backtrack. Okay, so so he leaves the baby with the frogs, right? Because obviously he agrees to help him on her mission because he needs his, yeah. right? Yeah, take out the the take out the uh, uh, the imps. imps. So he leaves him with the frog couple, and again, like you mentioned, there's some very nice Clone Wars rebel scenery with them flying off into the distance. I thought that was a great shot. Definitely very uh, Clone Wars rebel-esque um, with that shot. And uh, from then on, it's just total, just showing you why they're Mandalorians, right? Yeah. I mean, it was watching them just pick apart stormtroopers is great. Um, I know there's an issue with the infrared in their in their helmets. And uh, why well, just didn't have an extra flashlight on his helmet when he has to see in the dark. Um, but come on, that that's just foolish stuff that are going to put in the TV show to make people go ooh and ah. Um, yeah, the way, I mean, I mean the way they slid down and when Sasha Banks grabbed that one TK oh, yeah. and then it went into the pilot's perspective or the, the commander and you just see a stormtrooper get dropped. I was like, that's pretty badass. Yeah, that's cool. Alex, what's the, uh, what's the commander's name? He has that face where you're like, I've seen this guy in movies, TV shows. Well, I know that guy, yeah. So we don't get a commander name, but that is mm-hmm. Titus. Uh, well, uh, Will, yeah. uh, Will Weaver, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so he's a, yeah, Willover. And um, he's a Bosch. He's always been in Law and Order. He's been in Chicago PD. Obviously, he's been in uh, the town. And Argo, I mean, he's just—he's a guy. He's one of those. Yeah, he's he's guys been in everything. That movie yeah, obviously exactly. is very recognizable. So yeah, so uh, they make quick work of the uh, few troopers outside. I mean, is that standard Imperial procedure to have stormtroopers just outside as uh, the ship uh, rises for orbit? That was whatever, right? I—I I mean, yeah. it seems standard to me. Like if you're gonna have some standard. Mm-hmm carnage you're gonna have some standard uh stormtroopers you, you know, know what i guess have i guess it does make there. sense i mean they're they made a point to they can't what rise yet until they're out of the dock so yeah and then ah uh, you know what it was it's probably a safety thing so if you guys are boat I, i'm a boater i kind of know about like a no wake zone maybe they have to get to a certain altitude before right. they can take off or they're going to screw up the boat. Maybe that. that's kind and of I, thing. I really liked how they referred to Mandalorians as pirates. So you knew that's probably been happening for a while, right? Yeah. Like without spelling it out for you, like it that, seems like later, they're familiar. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. Dude, do you know what was it good? When, uh, when the guy thought there was like 10 Mandalorians and he's like, uh, there's like four, dude. There's only four. But, this brings me back to that part you were mentioning earlier about Din, where when it's just Din and maybe somebody else, he can seem, you know, like he can do his thing. But even going back to season one, whenever there's other Mandalorians, Din kind of looks like a scrub. Doesn't he? Like Mandalorians are just walking through the hallway like Terminators and Din is over here taking cover, you know, like... I don't know. Did you get that, or did you not think anything of it? So that could be where he's one of the child mm-hmm. of the watch, and he just doesn't have he just doesn't have the skills that the other Mandalorian do. He wasn't part of the original pack, and that mm-hmm. might be it. I'm surprised there was no talk if uh, Bo Katan's armor was Beskar. I mean, they 
like I said, they were not taking covers, so they didn't seem too concerned about shots originally. So I don't know. Maybe that's another topic for another day. Another thing, think about it. Why wasn't so he's like, oh man, best guard, best guard, this, and they're all trying to get his best guard steal, right? Think about it. It's like a copper. You know, people started getting like stealing like ACs to get copper. Like maybe there was just a a shortage, and they're like, that's ah, a rare steal, and everything like that. And maybe it's not a modern steal or anything like that. Maybe there's something better than Beskar, and and he just doesn't know about it. He's like, man, look at my uh, seventy-two. Like again, he's probably <laughs> rolling around yep. that seventy-two charger. That's really good. You know, everybody else is rolling around in their, you know, brand new 2000, you know, 19 uh, Mustang Roush. And, uh, you know, he's just too behind the times. He's just getting by on talent and maybe a little help. Maybe the force is willing this because, you know, know. he's got the foundling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I said it right there. You're you're not wrong. Don't at me. I mean, we don't know, right? So, I mean... Because the force wills it. All right. So where, where are we at now? So there. So this is funny because then you get some bumbling stormtroopers and a little bit of a comedic relief because they're in the they're in the hallway. They're telling him to close all the doors. The imperial officers tell him to close all the doors, and they're trying to get to the bridge. Um, our boy, uh, he uh, Titus pulls up Mr. Gideon. Moth Gideon, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's like, you know, don't let him get to the bridge. And then our bridge guy here tells him that uh, close all the doors. And then it's like, where did you get him? Where did you put him? In the bridge or in the, the cargo control room? The cargo control room. That was, ah! that was a good scene. You always, yes. I wish I wish you would have said, get off my ship. Get off my plane. Get off get my off plane, my right? Transport. <laughs> oh, man. A lot of missed opportunities with our lines this episode, huh? The Majas are there, but the lines missed. But yeah, so then is that is that when the uh, pilot um, gets on the comm, and then that's where Bo Katan. So this is interesting. So this is interesting, and um, so they they start right. So obviously Armando starts rushing uh, towards that door to um, get those uh, get his mm-hmm. uh, grenades out there so we can get into the bridge. And then by the time they breach that bridge, um, uh, Imperial officer is talking to uh, Moff Gideon and he's like, we need reinforcements. And the reinforcements say, or he's saying, he's like, where are they right now? It's like, well, they're almost to the bridge. It's like, we've gone that part. We've gone mm-hmm. that far, right? And I feel like this is almost like a hail to hi- hail Hydra. Long live the Empire. And this scene is like, well, yeah. you know what to do. Right. And he kills his two pilots. And he starts to take down the ship because he doesn't want the pirates, a.k.a. the Mandos, to That's get where the cargo. Ultimate Warrior line comes in. You don't remember the uh, build-up to WrestleMania six, <laughs> Where he's like, what was it? What was I'm going to put us in a plane, Hulk Hogan. And we're going on a nosedive. And then he does that little snort. So we so now we got so now we got um we got our boy Titus. We're gonna keep calling him uh, uh Captain Titus or something because you know he's that 
we don't I don't think we get a name. We just get we just get uh a wolf uh, or uh, that he's an imp, you know, he's it, it doesn't really say he's just an imperial officer. Captain Titus. So we give him Captain Titus. I'll go ahead and put that in here. So Captain Titus shows up and he's um he's confronted by Bo Katan. And obviously he's asked by Bo Katan, like, where is my you know what? Does he have it? And then she he says, if you have to ask, you already you know. know. And we're talking about the uh we're talking about the, uh, the I thing, actually the thought they were just saber, gonna leave it right? at that. I mean, that was a great line for the people who know, but maybe I love it. You know, maybe they still I think, like I said, I think that was good. That was like, uh, remember, we we're we're kind of. I think Mrs. might be Favreau's little nod to some um, some writing in here for his Marvel experience. So then you all of a sudden you got Titus, Captain Titus, going. You know, uh, you're never going to find out, and if you, you know, he's going to kill me uh, anyway. So you know, if you, if I don't, if you don't kill me, he's going to kill me anyway. So he go ahead and moves his jaw around and he does this thing like this hell hydra thing and so so now uh so we left off with um this kamikaze hell hydra uh captain uh, our captain titus he commits suicide with like this electrical charge thing I like that. thing I like and they're that. saving right yeah and then i'm gonna say there's there's something going on here with the imperials uh, with the remaining remnants of the Imperials, they got this like yeah. kamikaze, you can't take me alive kind of thing. Um, and then, of course, we know how Rise of Skywalker goes. Maybe this there's this clan, this like cult that we Palpatine know. lives. We know that the of remnants of the on. Empire becomes the First Order. Right, but you know, it doesn't become the First Order. And, and maybe we'll know later on, you know, Star Wars has all the power to make all this stuff, you know, connect. So maybe we'll get some more stuff with um, Kenobi. Maybe we'll get some more stuff with um, maybe not the Cassian uh, uh, stuff, but we'll get another spinoff at some point, right? We're going to get some more stuff that's going to lead up to Ray, the original trilogy, and with um, obviously Kylo Ren and Solo. So we leave off with... Um, now, here is my... And you guys jump in here when I say it. So now... Uh, yay! Okay, we saved the ship. Now the now the Imperials don't get these weapons. And okay, back to business. The Mandalorian has to go pick up the foundling, the child from the fish folks. And in the meanwhile, we need to take this back, this kid back to the Jedi. You know, obviously he's a Force sensitive kid. We need to take him to the Jedi. And here's here's what sucks for me. She says, and Bo-Katan says, you need to take her. Take him to Ahsoka Tanu. No surprise. We're looking for it in the next five episodes. And here's the thing. We've got five episodes left. We haven't seen uh, our boy Griff. We haven't seen our boy, our, our girl, uh, uh, Cara Dune. We don't see anything new happening with Boba Fett. We got a lot of stuff to, to compile here. I say the next episode is a filler episode. These. And, and here's what's funny is that he gets his chip back from Goofy Calamari. And it, I swear to God, it looks like I always started in my head. My wife and I were playing lowrider. It looks like a lowrider, like Lamont Calamari lowrider. The cockpit looks like the crusty, crusty crab threw up in it. 
The Krusty Krab too. Yeah, I seriously. It's some it sort was of comedic definitely thing there. With the, what is it? You you didn't pay me to <laughs> do something. Uh, a thousand so, credits and my house looks like the shanty where I get the well, where two, I got the chowder from. Or my, my boat or my ship looks like the shanty where I got the chowder from. Yeah. Sign here. He's like looking at him, doesn't even say it. Well, Sign here. Her mentioning Ahsoka brings me back to just a few minutes ago when I said, you know, the dialogue was good. You know what I'm looking for. You know what I'm here. And they spoon-fed you the Darksaber, right? So two minutes later, she spoon-feeds Ahsoka Tano. And I didn't have any problem with it. I mean, I know everybody's excited. And I'm fully expecting next week to be a filler. I believe Carl Weathers is directing it. So this may be the episode where he's in, actually, because... Carl Weathers is directing Carl Weathers. Oh, and speaking of directing, we got uh, a Bryce Dallas Howard. Nod, this is good for Bryce Dallas Howard. I like this episode, and they gave her a, a challenging you know, as episode. I was watching this, good. and uh, I started to notice how many times Katie smirked. And for some reason, it just brought me back to the Bryce episode from from season one, where she always had uh, Cara Dune mm-hmm. just smirking. And as soon as she said something about the tea, I was like, oh, Bryce, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Bryce directed this. Sure enough, as soon as the episode ends. Uh, the reference about the tea. How did, how did you do, tell well, me about I that reference it. about the tea? I loved it. You know why? Because even though she's the last of – what did she say? She was the last of, uh, of her line of the – I, I don't recall. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember, she she was high class during the Clone Wars when – they were at their peak. Like she was with yeah. the one percent. So, and that's and, where the air is. And I love back. how she, yeah. she just used that line Title. as a throwaway, right? Like nobody probably thought twice about it or whatever. But she comes from high class, and in the typical Bo-Katan smartass way, she's able to you know bring a reference in, you know, from from her upbringing to where she is now. Uh, She's come a long way. I will say that. So I liked it. I thought it was funny. Interesting. Definitely better than uh, Come to Mama from uh, Cara Dune. That, uh... Ew! Dude! What the f***? Don't even get me started on that <laughs> one. But... Yeah. As, um, I don't know. I, I just picked up a few things. I was watching this episode. And I was like, you know what? I wonder if Bryce Dallas directed this. Sure enough. Sure enough. Really? You think right, I'm going to call bullshit, oh. Jay. See, I wish uh, I wish guessing. I could. I, okay, I wish I'll take I could it seriously. Like I said, I'm just saying. in the morning. You know what? You're getting texts next week. You're you text, text me next, next time. You I was like, there's no way. Because remember when we did the first episode, we thought Favreau was directing everything. I was like, there's no way Favreau directed it. I was like, mm-hmm. like the dialogue and the way answers are given. This is this <laughs> is not John. This is somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Are you getting a text next week? So, so uh, yeah, you know, you text me in the morning. I mean, you're not going to respond to me until I'm going to have a different schedule next Friday. I mean, it doesn't matter. No, I'm going to I'm going to have a different schedule with my wife. See, the wife and I try and do things together. So when she gets home from a radio job, see, here's the shit. She's when the episode comes out because we're on East Coast. Episode comes out. She's already at work. She's already deep in like news reporting and everything like that when the episode comes out. She's got to write her episodes or uh, she's got to write uh, what the radio calls her her raps her quote-unquote raps and these are 
stories that she's recorded and put some scripts together for the anchors. So she's already knee deep in work by the time the episode comes out. Uh, since I have a regular nine to five, 3 a.m. is just not working for me, right? However, what I can tell her is that, hey, listen, this is kind of work. This is kind of our this is kind of our new second job kind of thing. Why don't you and I watch it remotely together while you're at work? Because chances are she's she may have some downtime at work. And then I'll watch it. I'll try and get up with Jay at 6 a.m. And that's yeah. what we'll try and do. Maybe boot up. Are you in for the 6 a.m.? I can do you're that. up at 6 a.m., right? I think we can do it. I mean. Yeah. So obviously now we have Mandalorian. He's got his uh, he's got his sea shanty looking uh, razor crest so, now. So what just like the episode okay. started, he's off to the next planet, right? Next adventure, because that's what the show is, right? So. I'm just thinking like uh, low riders playing and like right before he goes to right before he goes to uh, <laughs> right before he goes to light speed. Like, I'm just thinking that well, well, he lost that, a piece that, didn't he? Or was that the beginning like, where, where, where he was flying. Yes. It's like, you know, it turned to like I thought a they were zoom in to something important. I was like, nah, that's probably just a gag. Yeah, no, we definitely, definitely need to get. So I would so take that part of the episode if we capture that. And like right as he's you know coming up, and he like he's all bumpy. Notice that, and then of course the the little yeah. squid thing, the baby sea sarlacc. You know he like stabs it, and then the kid eats it, the child eats it, and it's a little calamari uh, for him. You know, yeah. like I like some fried calamari. Nice, nice but we got another episode, and like how has Din how has Din grown? The adventure he, continues. He, he learned it's okay to remove the helmet. Right? Yeah, for other people. Learn other Mandalorian. Nah, yeah, he's right, learned it's right, it's okay, but he's not gonna do it. He's, he's not gonna ruin his he, helmet. He's a he's zealot. Not to take offense. He's a religious zealot. So yeah, so we got Carl Weathers next week. Apparently, we're back on Navarro. Um, what do you guys think? What uh? We man, got Creed. You, you know what the show needs to do? Uh, give us a teaser for for the next episode. They don't do that, do they? Creed is bad. No, yeah. no, no, it's even, not like anime. Even, uh, anime even does the that. Walking Dead. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Part, right? Like you get the episode, you get the cliffhanger. Tune in next week. Don't talk. And especially if the, ill. Especially if this is a weekly uh, adventure show, right? Like, wouldn't you want to hook people back? People are already They're coming back regardless. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna put. So I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this on here. But like, like, there is no need. This is already hooked. We're already. Well, we're already. I mean, uh, hooked. There's, there's no need. Nobody else is, nobody else is in, in, in like, if you haven't watched this Mandalorian season one, you haven't watched the Mandalorian, you're not going to go in Mandalorian. Oh, let's watch this Mandalorian season two. I don't think there's a lot of people out there that just all of a sudden, oh man, I just found this really cool show, the Mandalorian. Have you heard of it? I just don't think so. No, they're not doing, they're not doing the, like the Mark Wahlberg's like, Hey, you haven't watched the Mandalorian yet. I'm going to give you a knuckle sandwich. You better get on your subscription. All right. On that note, I think that's where we should end off, right? (laughs) I think we should end off. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you. Yeah, see you. Uh, See you next week, same time. They do their job well. They absolutely. All right. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. See you later, guys. Well, everybody, that has been today's episode of the podcast. 
Tune in next time for the review of the next chapter of The Mandalorian. Also, don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and leave that five-star review. And feel free to follow us on Instagram at the Vodcast. That's the underscore VOD underscore cast. I'm Tyler, co-producer of the Vodcast, saying this is the way.